I'm going to speak like this the whole time. <laughs> Should I have an accent too then? We're going to go off of the ostrich <laughs> racing. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. And I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And we're going to make a bad horse movie. Maybe. <laughs> we, we are. Welcome to Cult Classics. We're going we're gonna to make another bad horse movie. Another one. Another one. That but is what we do every, every time here on this podcast. Yes. May or may not actually have horses in it. <laughs> Listen, it's not guaranteed to have horses in it. It's a bad horse movie. So, so, you know, maybe it's bad because there's no horses. It's, it's bad because there are zero horses in this movie. Okay, but we are going to start off with a game of Hey or Nay. So I have a new updated uh, version for this episode. Um, so recently we had been doing uh, racehorse names, which I still have a few of those in my back pocket. But this one is going to be a little bit more of what I think you were expecting when we first talked about this game. Where I have, I have a, I have a name of a horse. Well, I have three, I have three horse names. One of them is the real one. Two of them I made up. Oh, okay. So flipping it. Yes. And so for this, this is pop culture horse name trivia (laughs) version. Good. Because right what I have is three names and one of them is the name of the horse that played Mr. Ed. Oh, good. Like the actual name of the horse. Yeah. That played Mr. Ed. So, since we were talking about Mr. Ed last episode, episode four, I don't remember. Yeah. We were talking about Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed comes up a lot when we talk about horses in movies, because he was a talking horse yeah. in a movie. Um, He's the most well-known talking horse, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. So, I was just, I was just searching some stuff and I found the real name of the horse that played Mr. Ed. So now I have three, three names and one of them is the the real name. I want to, I want to stop you real quick. First of all, I don't remember, but I did go on the Wikipedia page and like peruse about Mr. Ed. Yeah, I wasn't sure. But but I don't remember the names of any of the horses. I do remember that there were two horses. Mm. One was the actual Mr. Ed used in the series, and Mm. one was a horse they used just for the promotional shoots. Mm. Mm Because what I was reading is apparently the death of the horse that played Mr. Ed is like myth. Huh. Because like, like no one actually knows when... Where the horse is buried, when the horse died. Oh. And the the horse that did the promotional shoot was attributed uh-huh. as Mr. Ed. Like, uh-huh. there was a story written about it, and yeah. it's, but it's not the horse. Like, oh, gosh. So, like, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> conspiracy theory about Mr. Ed. A little bit. It's not conspiracy so much as it's, like, American mythos. Oh, my gosh. About where the... Where the, the where the, in the world is Mr. Ed? <laughs> the horse that played Mr. Ed is buried. Essentially, is what it boils oh down gosh. to. That's like some Genghis Khan stuff. They don't know where his grave is. Yeah, it was quite weird for me to be like, and this, and this is what we <laughs> come to. As we don't know where Mr. Ed is buried. Yeah, it was like there's a couple different. Um, Stories about how he died and oh. like why he died. Oh, gosh. it was really wild. Oh wow. Anyways, I if okay. anyone wants to go down a Wikipedia rabbit trail, <laughs> I would say that's a that's a fun one. I mean, you also have to take with a grain of salt because Wikipedia is not always the most trustworthy source. I mean, it's any it's just as sourced as anybody right. saying I think Mr. Ed died in Canada. Right. You know, like, but yeah, it's probably why there's so many different like theories about how he died because. Just different people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anyways, so I don't know if I did very good at coming up with fake names. It's harder when you already know the real name to come up with the fake ones. But, okay, so here are the three names that I have. Is Cotton Picker. (laughs) Bamboo Harvester. Okay. And Rice Runner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. These are all options for the name of the horse that played, played Mr. Mr. Ed. Yep. Run those by me one more time. Okay. Cotton picker. Uh-huh. Bamboo harvester. Mm-hmm. Rice runner. She's thinking very hard. <laughs> I don't know anything about horses. <laughs> 
I was going to say something a little more profound than that, but I also think that that's very true. I really don't know a lot about horses. Mm. I don't. I don't know what the name of a of a star horse would be. The thing is, they name them before they become a star. It's true. So but the, the name, name the name becomes the star. I, well, I mean, I feel like nobody really knows what the name of the horse who played Mister. They just yeah, know Mister Ed. They don't know the true. name the name of the the horse actor or whatever you want to call it. Hector. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Act Horse? Act Horse is a good one. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. Um, I'm going to put my money down on Rice Runner. <laughs> that was the worst one I came up with. <laughs> I thought anyways. So the real name of the horse that played Mr. Ed is Bamboo Harvester. Bamboo Harvester. That mm-hmm. was going to be my last choice. Oh. <laughs> that one I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Why is this horse named Bamboo Harvester? Who knows? Probably, um, I, I forget. They said somewhere of like what breed of horse he was and he was kind of like mixed. But typically, again, even outside of the thoroughbred circles, a lot of times people will make horse names by combining part of the mom's name, part of the dad's name. So it was probably one of the parents had something to do with, like, farming or harvesting, and one of them had something to do with bamboo, like. Mm. Okay. So, so yeah, fun fact of the day. It's a good fun fact. All right, do we want to make a horse movie title? Yes, let us shuffle those words. Okay, so our first three options are the of horse. I think we should start with horse this time. All right, let's start with horse this time. What? Called? Horse called, yeah. <laughs> There's no, it's not a horse called, it's just horse called. <laughs> okay. Wish bear the. I feel if we like did the, we're going to give it a little bit of agency. <laughs> yeah, because if you just do horse called bear, like that's the end <laughs> of the movie title. It is though. <laughs> that's good. Okay, here's what I, here's what I propose. Okay. So I'm going to write down horse called bear. Okay. Because I think that that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm going to see what, what kind of agency we can give this horse if we put in the. Yeah. And if we don't like it, we go back to horse called, called bear. bear. Okay. okay. <laughs> horse called the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I kind of want to do that because if there's another one, well, because if it was a horse called the horse of something, then you could continue that. That's so convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> or you could call do horse called the wild something. Yeah, let's see what wild gives us. Yeah. <laughs> Stallion, pony, or horse. Horse called the wild horse. <laughs> horse called the wild horse. <laughs> I can't decide if I like that or horse called oh, bear. bear. <laughs> I feel like horse called the wild horse is funny. But I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. There gives me no, like... I mean, Horse Called Bear also is very, very open-ended. Yeah. Like, I think some of our other ones kind of led us at least to a genre. Yeah. I have no genre for these. Well, I have a, I have a proposition. Okay. So the last two movies we've made yeah. have been, like, wildly not horse genre. That's true. I propose that we make today on uh-huh. this episode uh-huh. a bottom of the walmart five dollar bin okay yeah horse girl movie yes so i think horse called bear yeah really has that vibe to yes it. it really does i feel like there's another movie called horse called something yeah very similar okay so horse called bear oh boy which is very good there's no prepositions in that <laughs> sentence at all it's bad english well okay I give us some freedom, I think, to make it a little more uh, grammatically correct (laughs) because I don't want it to be like an AI bot (laughs) made this movie. (laughs) I forced an AI bot to watch a thousand hours of horse horse movies and this is what it made. You know, that would be very interesting. I think we could do it. That would be, I'm very curious what a... AI bot would come up with after watching. I feel like the thing is, like, you we think about, like, when I think about 
what I would consider a bad horse movie is typically like a horse girl movie. Mm. And there is actually a lot of horse movies beyond that. Yeah. Um, so I think you'd have to kind of narrow down the movies that they watch to be like horse girl movies yeah. to kind of zone in on that or else you'd get some really weird yeah, <laughs> stuff. For sure. For sure. Although um, Horse Called Bear just, it's a very succinct title. Yeah. I feel like it, is catchy and sticks in your brain. It's evocative. Yeah. So no preposition. No preposition. Horse called bear. Horse called bear. Okay. All right. That's our starting point. Oh, boy. So now here's the question. Yes. Is the horse's name bear uh-huh. or is it like the barn name mm. or is it like a nickname that right. like a five-year-old gave this right. horse? Like what is, why is this horse called bear? Oh, boy. Because you really could go either way. Because it could be that the horse's name is just Bear. Because some people... Because the thing about horses is that registered names are usually the ones that are like Bamboo Harvester or right. something wild like that. But And they will have barn names like Bear or Red or whatever. But some people, you know, have rescues or horses that they don't... There's no reason for them to register them in any sort of breed registry. So they just name them whatever like right. star or i don't know all, there's all bear yeah <laughs> i mean that's right. what we're working with here i was yeah. trying to think of a third one but um lobster <laughs> you could you could name your horse lobster if you really wanted to i think that would be a fun horse name <laughs> now i'm curious if there's any thoroughbreds with the word lobster in their registered name i feel like thoroughbreds need to have like names that still evoke speed. I don't know if Lobster really, like, <laughs> gives that for well, me. Well, I feel like when I was looking up stuff, there was some, there was some, some, uh, there was some website that I saw or something that was, like, commentary on, there was horse names that, like, racehorse names that we were, that they were a little confused on why yeah. that was their name. Actually, I think last week I used, last week, last time, yeah. whatever, whatever time, I don't know, time. Um, time is meaningless. <laughs> time is meaningless. There was a, a racehorse actually legitimately named Regret. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> so, sometimes. Sometimes. Anyways. The mental state of the namer is not quite there. <laughs> yeah. I think I would kind of lean towards the horse's nickname slash barn name is Bear rather than its actual name name is Bear. Because we could um, make that a plot point. Is if its actual name isn't Bear. Yeah. And say that it's, say it's a rescue, mm-hmm. but it is breed registered. Mm-hmm. Then the girl could somehow find the paperwork. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. and find the true name of this horse. Oh, yeah. And that's important for some Ooh, reason. Oh, I like that. Write that down. I don't know what you're writing down. She's got a pencil in her hand, like she's gonna write things down. I don't know why. Uh, I don't. I really don't know why I'm writing things down. We're gonna pin that into the imaginary corkboard. Yeah. Well, because I'm thinking. Here's the thing. Now, this is another plot point. Off of that, is Mm -hmm. it could be like this horse has is really well known. Mm -hmm. Like if you look up the registered name of this Mm -hmm. horse, it's like this horse won races or like saved a kid from a fire or something like that. Yeah, that feels very horse horse movie. movie. Yeah, Yeah. because yeah, because because you know, I feel like I've seen something before about like. You know, people rescue a horse and it just, it's like, oh, it's just this rescue horse. And then stuff comes to the surface where they, you know, they jump really well or they start doing things that people are like, this looks like they would race. Or they're, you know, just, I think I saw something one time where somebody figured out that they had some sort of race horse. I mean, it wasn't super, super famous because the really, really famous ones, yeah, never. they don't let go of them. But if, you know, the horse raced and won, like, three or four of the small, not the tiny races, but some of the smaller races, like, made some money, and that, but the horse owners were older, and they went into a nursing home, and whoever they left the horse to didn't take care of it, and they got 
passed along or whatever, and just, yeah. you know, the, the backstory of the horse got lost yeah. in the shuffle, and then they rescue this horse from this bad situation, and find somehow find out that it's this yeah. famous not famous but good racehorse yeah usually they race it again which is questionable because in thoroughbred racing typically they only race them until they're like maybe seven or eight i think because they start them at two or three mm-hmm. and racing is so incredibly taxing um that they don't typically race. I mean, I think maybe some of them have raced when they were like 10, but I feel like that's kind of the cap. Like, you right. don't really race 20, 30-year-old horses. Why would you? Well, they can live. I mean, the oldest horse that I, like, knew was 33 when she died. Um, so they, I mean, and some of them have lived to be 40 or something like that. So, like, they've got a long life that you you know you don't necessarily have to only have them be functional for three years but racing is just so i'm just thinking like humans Mm. like humans athletic ability i feel like you know is is early teens Mm -hmm. to about mid to late 20s and then you very rarely see athletes past 30 Mm -hmm. go to the olympics you know and i'm I'm thinking you know like derby equals olympics yeah yeah no i definitely would agree with that it's kind of that similar kind of a thing but it's just with horses it's the same thing with like Olympic athletes, it's like, what do you do after that? Right. That right. was your whole life, and then yeah. now what? Yeah. You know? But anyways. So, so when, when, I don't know if I've seen a movie where they've raced again a, 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 a horse that used to race, but you really would have to be kind of, I mean, you can make it a bad horse movie that people get angry at and race them when they're, like, 22 and then they yeah. win magically somehow. But all the horse people would be up in arms against you. would be like, yo, this <laughs> horse needs to be retired. <laughs> Let this horse take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> you just rescued and rehabilitated it in the past six months. Like, don't race. I don't think we're here to make uh, bad horse movies in the way of, like, the horse part is bad. Yeah, okay. I okay. think we're here to make the like storytelling the plot bad. Part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listen, I love bad movies. Mm-hmm. As a filmmaker, I probably shouldn't, but I'm a huge fan of campy, yeah. terrible. Like, I love that. I yeah. love it so much. One of my favorite movies uh, is Jupiter Ascending. Mm. Terrible movie. Awful. Sharknado. The wor- Sharknado. I love Sharknado. Sharknado has the worst acting I think I've seen in a really long time. <laughs> but that's like the asylum. They make these movies in like three months from start to finish. Yeah. Like, it is very fast. You have no time. Yeah. Um, I just recently watched the miniseries Tin Man. Mm-hmm. There's some bad stuff, stuff in that. <laughs> it's just not... The best. But it's got heart and it's got mm. camp and I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Same with Jupiter Ascending. Like, it's super campy and mm-hmm. it takes itself really seriously. Mm-hmm. And there is 30 plot lines that none get resolved. <laughs> and you're like, not sure why I'm here, but there's dog chanting Tatum. So, <laughs> I'll take it, I think. <laughs> on, on space rollerblades. Like... <laughs> There's a lot of Jupiter Ascending that's just kind of buck wild. Yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of, like, energy I want to yeah. put into these movies. Yeah. Um, the energy of, like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> but. Yeah. Fun to watch. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like that still has the, if you, if you found a horse that was, if you rescued a horse that you found out was famous for something, Typically in the like campy movies, it's like, we're going to have him do it again and he's going to be super famous again and we're going to get all this money and love him dearly because he's amazing and all that kind of stuff. So maybe if we did it not like thoroughbred racing, just for the sake of the the horse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got two options for you. Okay. So the first option is it's not, it's not necessarily racing. Okay. So the, the idea being like, um... Maybe it is a thoroughbred racing horse and they Mm -hmm. find out and, you know, the goal isn't to make them race again, Mm -hmm. but something happens and to get the horse girl out of danger, they've got to run really, really, really fast. Okay? Like, so (laughs) that's the, like, setup and the payoff of being a racehorse. 
Uh, second option is like what I mentioned earlier. This horse like drags a kid out of a fire or mm, something, you mm-hmm. know, and it's a savior horse. Yeah. Find that out. And then the same thing happens again and the horse mm. rescues this new mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Like those are the two like first things yeah. that are coming to my mind of right. like hidden past. Yeah. That comes back. And I both of them are pretty campy. Very rescue horsey. Yeah. Right. Which is good. I mean, I've, sometimes it seems a little far-fetched, but I have, I mean, typically the stories that I've heard is with um, horses that have been with their owner for a long time, so they have that kind of, like... Connection. Yeah, but I think sometimes it still is, even with just, like, kids, I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, to make a bad horse movie, you really, you gotta have that, the horse has an uncanny, like, right. knowledge of humans. Right. And right. being able to save them. Right. <laughs> now, we could try to work, like, Bear into it somehow. Mm. I don't know if, I think Bear as, like, a nickname or a barn name is, it really, to me, it evokes that, like, this is an aggressive horse, don't go near it. And that's oh. where we get the, like... The girl who's like, uh-huh. I'm going to sneak past yeah. and, oh, no, you're just a sweetheart, you yeah. know, kind of deal. Well, that definitely fits with the, like, rescue horse thing, because a lot of lot of movies and things that talk about rescue horses, typically they're, like, aggressive, yeah. and, which is not the case with all rescue horses, aside. Um, but <laughs> you're welcome to go on a rescue horse oh rant. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> no, we'd be here for hours if I went on a rescue horse rant. I was just thinking Bear was, like, the horse was, like, big and, like, mean. See, mean never came to my head. I don't know. I just was, I don't know. You're thinking of, like, Teddy Bear. Kind of. I'm thinking of, like, Grizzly Bear. Yeah. Which I guess, I don't know. Like, I know bears are aggressive, but I don't really. They're not really. Like, it's a bad rap for bears, to be (laughs) honest. Like, sorry, bears. Sorry, bears. (laughs) I was was, uh, watching some, um, uh, like, a wildlife expert break down uh, animals in movies. Mm. And, like, there are different species of bears. I can't remember the difference. But, like, the difference between grizzly brown and black, they all respond differently to humans. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think... Grizzly or brown, one of the two, are, like, mm. not aggressive towards humans, and those mm. are the ones that are always shown as aggressive towards yeah. humans. Um, but, like, I think that I think that if we use bear as the name of this horse, I think the idea being, like, big and mean mm-hmm. until someone gets to know them, and then they're just soft and nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. that could, like, really work into that. Oh, yeah. You know, real cheese. Yep. Lay it on real yep. thick. Yep. So, so what I'm seeing right now is... Um, typically rescue, like, barns will rescue the horse, and so they'll have multiple horses in, and they'll kind of retrain them so that they're adoptable. Like, most people don't go, oh, I'm gonna rescue this horse out of this field, because there's a lot of, like, legal stuff and trying not to, you know, offend the people that you're rescuing them from and all that kind of stuff. So let's say, you know... There's this horse rescue operation, and maybe the um, person who runs it, I'm just going with it's an older woman, because that is very stereotypical, which is bad, but it's good for a bad horse It's good for us. Yeah. So, older woman runs this horse rescue operation. Rhonda. Okay. (laughs) So, Rhonda runs this horse rescue operation, and maybe her niece? Okay. Um, Skylar. Okay. <laughs> well, we have to come up with these names, like, quickly, yeah, otherwise we're gonna yeah, get stuck on them. Yeah, no. So, so Aunt Rhonda runs, um... <laughs> she sounds uh, like a lesbian like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why, but I just picture a big butch... I mean... You know? I mean, that would probably be good for a horse rescue operation. Yeah, like a big butch lesbian. <laughs> Aunt Rhonda. Aunt Rhonda. We know nothing so, about her wife. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she doesn't have one yet. Maybe. Oh, she's single. Okay. Yeah. So the subplot is that we're trying to set up <laughs> Aunt Rhonda. <laughs> I, you gotta have a, you gotta have a B plot. And I think yeah, that's, that's actually true. a decent, bad deep B plot. <laughs> a D plot. We gotta. <laughs> I said B, but we got I to know. D real quick. All right. Um. So, Skylar goes to Aunt Rhonda's horse rescue ranch, which is called, um, 
I had something, and then you started talking about <laughs> setting up hair <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I lost it. Sorry. Um, I, Rising Stars keeps coming to my head, which I don't think is super horsey, but... Mm, it sounds like a place that, like, pumps out <laughs> racers. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, how about Hidden Gems? Hidden Gems Ranch. Because that's very, like... The, a lot of people who are into horse rescue is, like... These horses are not gotcha throwaways. Like they're yeah. they're they're good for something. Yeah, because okay. a lot of people also rescue horses from like kill pens mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. It's not always from abusive situations. It's like you know somebody decided they couldn't take care of this horse anymore. They couldn't find it. They either couldn't find anybody to sell it to, or they didn't feel like putting in the effort to put to sell it to somebody. So they just take it to the kill pens because it's easier. They get quick cash. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of horse rescuers that will go to auctions that kill buyers go to, and they'll try to save as many of them from the kill buyers as they can. Um, so I feel like hidden gems like, okay. All right. Works. Um, so Skylar has gone to, Hidden Gems Ranch run by Aunt Rhonda, but I don't know why. Is it punishment or does she want to be there? That's the good question. I feel like typically it's punishment. Typically it's punishment. (laughs) Or not necessarily punishment, just like, you know, maybe her mom has some sort of like business trip she has to go on. I'm feeling single mom. I'm definitely feeling single mom. Yeah. Okay. So her mom, like, has some, so she's like, okay, you need to stay with Aunt Rhonda for the summer because I have this thing that I need to go take care of and you can't be at home by yourself because you're 13. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) And so it's, like, not the ideal situation. Like, she wasn't like, oh, yeah, I want to go stay with Aunt Rhonda. It was like, I wanted to stay and hang out with my friends at the community pool. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. You know. Because that's how 13-year-olds talk. (laughs) I am no longer 13. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, we don't I, know how the youth speak these I days. I work with 13-year-olds and I still am very confused. That's okay. It's a bad horse movie. <laughs> we can make either her sound out of date or Aunt Rhonda tries and is really out of date. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's lit with the kids, fam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I don't, think a, I don't think a butch woman would really, no. like, try. No, she's... She feels like no-nonsense, straight-to-business kind of a yeah, person. which I love. Mm-hmm. I'm already here for. So I feel like Aunt Rhonda would immediately say, all right, Skylar, get to work. Scoop some stalls. Yeah, scoop some poop. Don't go near this one or that one. Right. Or, I mean, I guess we should probably only have one. I'm Typically, typically in rescue operations, you probably have a couple horses that are really, like, need the retraining and, like, you have more than one at a time. But to zone it in for the movie probably should just be like, this is the one stall that you never go near, don't touch. Yeah, I think like we could definitely have more horses there, mm-hmm. but they've been there for a while, so they're trained really well yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And, and this, I so I, I think probably what should happen is like, I think instead of starting the movie off like, don't go in the stall, I think... Mm-hmm. Bear should arrive after mm. Skylar's been there. Okay. Yeah. So that it causes like an intrigue and an interest. Yeah. And, you know, maybe something happens right when we see, like, she sees him getting offloaded mm-hmm. from the trailer and he mm-hmm. kicks somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so we start this whole, like, yeah. he's aggressive, yeah. biting, you know, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Don't yeah. go near him. Yep. Um, and so she avoids him for a little bit, like, mm-hmm. of her own volition. Yeah. Not. I do like the idea of, like, that whole, like, forbidden area, but Mm -hmm. it's just a, maybe I think it'd be more of a compassion thing of, Mm -hmm. like, man, I know, I've seen him be violent, but I know in my heart he won't be violent to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. There has to be, there has to be an inciting incident, though, for her to want to go into his stall or see him in the field or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what's the typical horse girl like? I must connect i feel like typically it would be that she immediately loves him as soon as she sees him even though he's being aggressive to other people okay i know that kind of cuts out your like oh i'll avoid him of my own volition but that i feel like that's it's just every every horse movie is like there's just an instant connection that you know that you love him and he's gonna be good to you even though he's terrible to everybody else okay well then if that's the case then it would need to be like um I don't know, they've, they've 
got him into the stall or next day or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh, you know she's coming down and she's gonna go say hi and Mm -hmm. uh, aunt Rhonda comes out of the stall and is like you can't go in there Mm -hmm. like we add another barrier of Mm -hmm. like not only is he aggressive but also aunt Rhonda says you can't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that would be like the next thing well aunt Rhonda probably wouldn't come out of the stall (laughs) because She probably wouldn't come out if she had been in there. Right. <laughs> she's standing outside the stall. Yeah. I don't know. She's visiting someone else. Well, there. like, maybe I would imagine, like, Skylar's, like, doing her job, like, cleaning stalls and whatever, and she looks around and there's nobody here, and she, like, starts to walk over, and Aunt Rhonda comes around the corner yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. hey, hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't be here. Oh, wait, so- you can, but not there. <laughs> not here, here. Not, not here, here. Not in this five foot. <laughs> not five foot. Ten foot. By 10 foot area. (laughs) The other thing I was thinking is we can pull a bit from Dreamer that I had stuck in my head where um, I think she's also not supposed to like interact with the horse. This is a horse that is injured and healing, not aggressive. Um, But she like goes to the side of the barn and like feeds him popsicles through like an open like slat. In the, like, stall or something like that. Like, there's just this bit. It, she's under the cover of darkness, <laughs> like, goes out to the barn and feed. I mean, I would not recommend feeding a horse popsicles. I mean, some of them probably are okay. But there's this whole thing where she, like, starts lining up the popsicle stick. Like, she sticks them in the, gra- in the ground, like, so there's, like, lined up, like, outside of the barn. It's whatever. But I was just thinking of, like, you know, Skylar goes and takes, like, carrots. Because carrots you can stick through and your fingers aren't in the way. In the way. Um, and, and you know, if there's a, a slat big enough. Because I would imagine, like, they probably wouldn't want to board him in completely. But you also, if you have an aggressive horse, you don't really want bars where he can stick his head out into the aisleway. So, may I mean, they may have put, like like chicken wire fencing or something like that so he can't get his head through or his nose through the bars so it would be harder to like put your, like you can't put your hand in but if you get a carrot that's small enough you can like stick it through you know right to, to feed him entice him with ca- carrots is carrots are great <laughs> like in real life or in movies both okay <laughs> i think that i think there's some people that are like carrot you shouldn't feed your horse carrots but that'll be fine Listen, the only thing I know about feeding animals carrots is that you shouldn't feed bunnies carrots. Oh, Because they're okay. too sugary. Oh, okay. There's too much, like, natural sugar, I think. And yet we still associate bunnies and carrots. Right, right. But this is something that I'm fairly positive is true from having two friends that mm-hmm. have multiple rabbits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. My brain was also like, horse carrots? Mm, uncertain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know for sure either, but I think... I worked somewhere where they, carrots and apples, they were more on board with carrots and apples rather than like sugar cubes and peppermints because horses often love sugar cubes and peppermints, but that is a whole lot of sugar straight to their system, which is not always a good thing. I think that like horses have survived eating peppermints and sugar cubes, but I'm sure that it's probably not the best thing for them. Right. I still love peppermints because the wrappers make crinkly noises so you can get their attention with the crinkling noise and then (laughs) and then you know whatever like I actually there was a couple or a horse at school that sometimes I would try to like sometimes he would be hard to catch in the field so I'd entice him with the peppermints I'm just gonna stand here and make crinkly noises yeah yeah nice so okay so she's feeding him carrots yeah in the dead of night yeah. To make friends with Bear. Yes. Um, so I think we've established a really good setup. Yeah. So what what needs to happen is she needs to find out who he really is. Right. We've got two options. We can either have, like, actual documentation that is hidden from her that she finds, or this horse has some kind of very specific facial marking mm-hmm. that then mm-hmm. she could find, like, on the internet, mm-hmm. like you know, a story about this horse with a very specific mm-hmm. facial marking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know which one in- intrigues you more. Which one is more of the bad horse movie? I would say probably uh, the, the the face marking. 
I mean, you could do that. You could also do, so were we going, were we doing thoroughbred or not? Because racing thoroughbreds are all branded in their, their upper lip, like right underneath, um, with like a specific like code. Mustangs are freeze branded on their neck, um, with, again, with a code that you can read. Um, a lot of like ranches and stuff will brand with a ranch brand like on their hips so there's we could use branding as well um but if you wanted to look you know like he was completely wild or something like that you can go with just like face markings or colorings or whatever i guess it depends on if we want this horse to race or to pull her out of a fire I guess. right yeah <laughs> i don't know or we could try to like i don't know if this would work if we kind of started to swing I don't know. I, I was just thinking, like, we could kind of start to swing comedy a little bit by, like, maybe this horse is really good at romance. Like, <laughs> like so this horse figures out a way to find Aunt Rhonda, you know, and then, like, finds someone for Skylar, finds a, you know, yeah. kid for Skylar. But I don't think with the way we set it up, no. it's going to go comedy. So I think it needs to be some kind of rescue. I think the re- I think it needs to be some kind of rescue, and I think it needs to either be something that run real fast or get out of dodge. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Run real fast might work. Yeah. Because again, it's not about it going back to racing. It's right. about being fast enough to outrun the danger. Right. Because I also I thought of another plot point that I feel like is pretty like campy horse movie is like. Say Aunt Rhonda is working with Bear to try to tame him and whatever. And and he just, like, something happens. Like, he's doing okay and something happens that, like, sets him off. Spoops that, him. Yeah. And, and, like, Skylar saves Aunt Rhonda from Bear because she has this connection with him now that she can, you know do whatever to kind of, because I just, I'm thinking of like, it's like the whole like, you know, she's not supposed to go near him because of whatever. And so the yelling of like, don't go near him, don't go near him. And then he calms down just for her kind of a thing. Yeah. And then, then, because I, because it could either be that or it could be, you know, she's, she's doing stuff with him that Aunt Rhonda doesn't know about. And then, you know, she gets to a point where she's able to ride him and like Aunt Rhonda comes out and sees her riding him and is all, like, stressed out because he thinks it's going to be terrible and it is amazing or yeah. whatever. I feel like saving Aunt Rhonda would be kind of... Would be good. Good. I feel like we need to combine the two because I think that if we can, like, save Aunt Rhonda and go fast... Oh, okay. ...go together. Because I feel mm-hmm. like that's good. That's got to be the... Because I think, I think what we've created is, like, a, a dead-of-night training... Mm-hmm. montage yeah maybe not a montage so much as just like several sequences yeah I mean, um, a montage would also be very right but i feel like horse movie. we haven't given ourselves a ton of time yet like this yeah. is this very short movie so far yeah um but if we if we go to like you know horse training and and basically the plot at that point is like hiding it from everybody mm-hmm. um and then something happens that some kind of event mm-hmm. that then we ride fast, we save everyone, mm-hmm. and we reveal that Skylar can ride yeah. there. Yeah. So I think that those things need to happen all together. Oh, okay. So I think that you could, or kind of what I was thinking with the Save Aunt Rhonda was like Save Aunt Rhonda from Bear. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't necessarily mean that Bear would need to go fast. Right. So you could do it where um, something's happening and she, like, just straight up hops up on Bear bareback and rides fast and grabs Aunt Rhonda out of whatever danger she's in. Like, You think a 13-year-old can haul out <laughs> A butch woman off onto a horse? Maybe she's butch, but she's little. (laughs) Maybe she's butch, but tiny. (laughs) I mean, that's up to you and how strong you want this 13-year-old to be. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I mean, to make it a bad horse movie, I mean, you could usually throw in some things that you're like, oh, Uh, (laughs) would that happen in real life? 
life? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. All right, cool. So suddenly strong 13-year-old. Or or she could just run real fast on Bear and, like, block something or move something out of the way or... Yeah. I don't know. I think there's two there's two different options I'm seeing for run real fast. Mm-hmm. Is run real fast to go get help. Mm. Or run real fast to block a thing or, mm-hmm. or you know, stand in front of or mm-hmm. whatever. So mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what we want run real fast to be. I kind of like run real fast to get help mm. because I think with that you could. So, okay. So let me, let me try this. Let's try this on mm-hmm. for size. So barn fire. Mm. run real fast, Mm. go get help. Aunt Rhonda's in the barn saving the horses. Mm -hmm. So we're saving Aunt Rhonda, like, through proxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, like, from Bear himself. Yeah, So run real fast to next place to get help and come back. Something like that. Yeah, that's good. Usually ranches have lots of acres. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining that there are other... I'm imagining that there are other employees... Of yeah. this ranch. Yeah. That would, I, I just, in my head, I just have this, this, I have a mental picture now of Skylar hopping up on Bear and all the employees going, no, no, don't do that, don't do that. Like, I'm not, I mean, she knows them now. They're like, kind of like her family. Yeah. Because she's been there long enough or whatever. But, you know, the, the people yelling at you as you do something you're not supposed to and then you right. run away so they can't get to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, or you go... I have to do this. I have to save Aunt Rhonda or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 Because, I mean, personally, I'm not a huge fan of keeping horses inside a barn mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but it could be that for some reason Bear was the only one out in a field and gotcha. all the other horses were in the barn. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, also you want to save your barn from being burned down. In general. You don't want to burn down your barn. Yeah. But if, you know, if the other horses are inside or whatever, that can definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, if we have, like, maybe there's multiple barns. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things of we're going to stretch time a little bit. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if one barn burns down, we don't burn them all down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, I feel like in bad horse movies, you know, we could ride and come back and the barn is not fully burnt down. Right. You know, even though in real life it might have been. Depends it, on how far the fire along is along. Yeah, and how dry it is outside. And yeah. And what caused the fire. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes, sometimes in movies I feel like burning of any sort of building happens really fast. And yeah. sometimes it happens really slow. And so I don't really have a good frame of reference yeah. of how long it would take to burn down a anything which is probably good yeah yeah (laughs) good i was thinking here's another thing that we could do Mm -hmm. this actually might work um okay so rescue barn Mm -hmm. and then they've got their acreage and Mm -hmm. the other side of the acreage is Mm -hmm. another rival barn okay maybe they're not a rescue barn maybe they're Maybe, oh, wait, okay, rival as in, like, fancy thoroughbred barn. Oh. So they're hoity-toity. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it's like, yeah. we've got mutts, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Um, except for Bear, who is actually a thoroughbred racer <laughs> for some reason. Um, but the decision made in the moment for Skylar is to go to the other barn and yeah. get help. Yeah. And this maybe this other barn is run by hoity-toity lady. Yeah, yeah, And so we can make that the B-plot oh. at the end. <laughs> You know, rivals but, to to lovers. <laughs> Even though they used to hate each other, right? But now but she helps. After and, the like saving of the yeah. barn, it's like okay, maybe you're not so bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I don't know if like if there's anything that we could ask for help from this other barn that would help save the barn more than just extra hands. Um. Because I was thinking like you would want firefighters, I imagine. Yeah, but, you want water, right? I'm just trying to think of, like, I don't know if we need to stretch that reality to a specific degree. Like, you know, maybe somebody's already called the firefighters, but they're going to be here later than if she ran to the other Mm -hmm. barn and got toity-toity lady. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm also trying to think of, like, where water placement would be of... Typically, barns have hoses inside of them. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, the hose doesn't reach far enough to be able to hose down the fire, 
I guess if you were trying to pull the hose from the barn next to it, maybe it wouldn't be long enough. You could always... Because my thought was, like, more hands is, oh, we go bucket brigade yeah. kind of a deal. Well, that's... So here's what I'm thinking. So we should set up earlier in the movie somewhere mm-hmm. that the knob to the one the one yeah. pipe it is sticky. Mm-hmm. doesn't really work all the time. you mm-hmm. got to give it a good whack, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And so that... Is not working uh-huh. for when they need to hose down the fire, and yeah. maybe there's a natural pond kind of nearby in one of the fields. Yeah. Usually. So when we bring in, maybe we bring in Hoity Toity Lady and all her employees. Uh huh. You know, and, and buckets and buckets, and that's when we can get a bucket brigade going, and then mm-hmm. the firefighters arrive right right at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I because if we've got multiple barns, which would make sense, you know, what they would want to do is. Like, the other employees of the um, farm, ranch, whatever I called it. I don't know anymore. <laughs> of the one that I just made up? Or, uh, or of no, Hidden, hidden Gems. gems. Yeah. Hidden Gems. They would all go and get the horses out of those barns and into the field. So they would probably be preoccupied Busy, doing yeah. that. Perfect. Um, Aunt Rhonda is braving the fire to right. try to get horses out, which, fun fact... Is very hard to get horses out of a barn that's burning down. I imagine because they have this, they don't they don't reason like we do, and so you know where they are is, in their stall is safe. Yeah. So going out is not safe. So they stay where it's safe, which right. is not actually where it's safe, just where they think it's safe. Yeah. That's the whole thing in like one of the bits in Black Beauty is that the um, he's in a hotel barn. <laughs> Okay. Because, well, because he, they ran into town to get a doctor or something like that, or bring somebody to the doctor and they're staying overnight, so there's a, there's a barn that you can store your, (laughs) you can store your horses in the the little slots. (laughs) Um, there's a barn that you can keep your horses and, um, while you're staying in town and that barn catches on fire and the driver of the carriage or whoever goes into the burning barn and puts a, a something over top of Black Beauty's eyes so he can't see and like leads him out. Yeah. That's like one of the things. Um, so that was actually, I think where I learned about the whole barn burning thing. Because one of the things is, like, Black Beauty is written from the perspective of the horse, but the author, Anna Sewell, um, I don't think I pronounced her name right, but anyways, she put in a lot of, like, horse information. Like, Black Beauty is telling you this horse information as you're going, so you learn stuff as you're reading the book. But anyways, so yeah, so there's that whole thing of, like, trying to get horses out of a burning barn is very difficult and you're not supposed to do it like it's a bad idea but obviously if aunt Rhonda loves all of her horses right. she's gonna go in for them like put all this time and effort into getting mm-hmm. these horses safe again like mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure i like this idea of like butch lesbian and like <laughs> very elegant lesbian yeah. even though you know still you got some i'm thinking of like the people that were like fancy dress when they show horsies. Mm-hmm. It's not fancy dress. It's sh- horse showing yeah, outfit. Yeah. But like, it's people, different to me than jeans and a shirt. People who ride English. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, we're not gonna go down that rock trail. Oh. <laughs> but the, that's what I'm picturing. Yes. I think is a good like mm-hmm. rivalry mm-hmm. that we then is like, yeah. Well, because a lot of times with that kind of stuff is like the English barns typically are extremely well-kept, fancy, the grass is super, super green, all the fences are white and, you know, immaculate and everything, and they have lots of money so they can make it look very nice. Yeah. And rescue operation is like, we have three barns. The ceiling's kind of falling in on this one. We just don't use that corner. Yeah. And, you know, our, at least we have fences. They might not be painted, but they're there and they keep the horses, yeah. you know, very yeah. like homey kind right. of a little messy kind of a thing so that definitely would be a and not even necessarily a rival thing just like uh i don't i like they're constantly like complaining about that's that's an their barn is an eyesore or yes, whatever right it's it fences fence line borders on right. the other one yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. i like yeah. that a lot 
I feel like we've made a very standard yeah. horse girl movie. Except yes. for, I don't know how many lesbians are in horse movies. I would say probably zero. But I think that's a tragedy. Travesty? Tragedy? Tra- travity? Tra- travel? I've lost control of my mouth motor functions. I think that's terrible and should be addressed. Mm. I think there should be more lesbians in horse movies. <laughs> I don't know how many horse movies have been made recently, though. This is true. This is why we're making this podcast. Yes, we're here to we just need more horse movies. We're we're here to revamp the horse movie industry. <laughs> not revamp, just input more material. Right. <laughs> just give it more. It's not gonna be good, but there's more of it. Yeah. I like this a lot. I do like Skylar just being just a regular old horse girl. Yeah. I think we have a range. I think we could probably go 13 to like 16. Yeah. I don't think it's very important. Yeah. And she doesn't necessarily have to be a horse girl like initially. Because I would yeah, imagine no. that she wouldn't want to go. Or she would want to go if she was a horse girl. Yeah. She's so. like indifferent. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But that's when we discover, you know, the connection and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yep. Okay. Very, yes. Very campy horse movie. Suddenly, horse girl realizes that there's more to life than boys. Right. <laughs> or, whatever. or whatever. Not even boys. Usually just, like, more to life than living in the city or something I mean, something if we like wanted that. to make this really modern, we could have her be really into texting or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's no signal out at the barn. Yes. Yeah, definitely. No Wi-Fi for you. <laughs> so, that's kind of the mm-hmm. prompt for her. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it a lot. I think we need to move on to casting. Yes, I believe so. So, who are we feeling for Skylar. What? Question, though. Yeah. Do we want to go, like, very, very cliche and have, like, there's a a very attractive stable hand guy who also is a thing? Or no? Do we want no men in this cast? (laughs) All women. I mean... Because I could go either way. I feel like having all women would be fun. It would be fun. I feel like, it, again, very horse girl. Like, yeah. we're really leaning into it. Although there's usually a there's usually a few men doing, like, the other, like, you know, people, farmhands and whatever. But, like, I think it, it would be cool if it was all women. Yeah. No no specific reason. Just yeah, is. Just is. Yeah. I like that a lot. Okay. Um, okay. So we got a cast... Skylar, mm-hmm. Aunt Rhonda, and the, the hoity-toity lady. Oh, we gotta give her a name. Yeah. Eleanor. <laughs> we said two different names. I don't know if you were gonna say a name. Uh, I feel like, oh, what's a good, like, fancy name? Uh, Catherine. Mm, that's a good one. I think Catherine's very yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna put that down. Um, just so we don't forget. Okay, so who are we casting? But we don't call her Catherine ever in the movie until the very end. Yeah. She's Mrs. Somebody. Or Ms. Somebody. Yeah. Or, like, derogatory nickname. Well, yeah, but when you're talking face-to-face to her, she's the one that's like, you either call me ma'am or Ms. whatever her last name is. What's a hoity-toity last name? Um, What's a rich last name? I feel like she needs to be English now. Yeah. Like, literally British. No, I agree. Uh, I don't know British last names. um, I don't know what's a fancy British last name. Uh, Whitmore. Ooh, that's pretty good. Whitman. Whitman. I like Whitman because it okay. gives it like a Whitman. Yeah. You can kind of yes get a cadence to it. Okay. Miss Whitman. Whitman. Or ma'am. Or ma'am. Excellent. I prefer ma'am. <laughs> I like her already. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to like her, but I like her. Okay. So, Skylar. Oh, gosh. We, we wrote down some names so that we wouldn't yes. be s- struggling. Yeah. We're already struggling, though. Yeah. We could do... I feel like she needs to be... I know you're not supposed to cast on appearance, but that's kind of all we have to go off of for this. I mean, that's kind of the casting industry. Yeah. Side note. I know, so I don't want to play into that. I mean, we're not really, we cannot call up any of these actresses and be like, (laughs) have we got a movie for you? (laughs) We we could, we wouldn't get through to them. That's true. We could send a nicely worded email. (laughs) Their agent would be like, "Uh, who the fuck are these people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, who, Who are you thinking based on appearance? Well, I was just thinking, like, I feel like she needs to be, not, like, tall, tall, but taller, like, not short. (laughs) Yeah. Offense Offense taken. (laughs) Um, and just, like, like, kind of that air of 
teen. Teen, yeah. Who, I mean, she's not necessarily, like, her. if she's got a single mom, she's not rich. But if she, I was kind of thinking, you know, go really campy. She lives in the city, so she doesn't really go out into the country very much. Yeah. So, like, city girl mm-hmm. kind of a vibe. I'm kind of feeling Storm Reed a little bit from our list, who okay. was mm-hmm. in A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. She seems like she could be, like, like peppy. And I don't know if I'm really going for... For peppy? Peppy, yeah. I mean, we 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 talked about how much we like Sky Jackson. I know, that was, she was the first one that I thought of, but then again, I was like, eh, kind of peppy, like... I don't know. I think you could probably take that peppy and lean it into preppy. You could. And then, you know. I, f- I guess I was picturing her more indifferent. Okay. You know. I'm trying to think. I mean, Ella J. Basco, that it was in Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Like, the character she played in that was a pickpocket. So, okay. she, you know, kind of scrappy. Yeah. So, she might be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Are, are we leaning that for Skylar? I think she leans more into the 13 to mm-hmm. 15 range because she's pretty mm-hmm. young. Looks mm-hmm. looks young. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Ella J. Basco is Skylar. Mm-hmm. I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should cast then, see if we can cast some Asian women mm-hmm. um, as her f- as her family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never seen a butch. Nope, that's wrong. I have. She's not old enough to be Aunt Rhonda. Um, Amber Lou is a she's a singer. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't know. She I I don't know. You probably don't want to use the word butch. She's like tomboyish. Gotcha. Because the first sad first Asian actress that comes to mind one of like I can't think of anybody else except for Aquafina. Oh, which she, she's great, but she is not Aunt Rhonda. She she's, could be. She's got, she's got that voice. She does. I feel like all the things that I've seen her in, she's like chaotic. She is. She is very chaotic, which is great. But I don't. I like Aunt Rhonda's. Yeah. Straightforward, yeah. cut and dry kind of. I don't know. I don't know if she's old enough either. No, no, she's not. She looks very young. She looks like twenties. Like. 20. In theory, she could be, mm-hmm. but I still think that she's mm-hmm. too, too Who else young. was in Crazy Rich Asians? That's a good question. Problem is we can't make lists for these things because we, we get really, we, we get like so off of what your typical horse casting is. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's fine. Her name is Gemma something. Chan? Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. She's not butch. No. But she could be the mom. Oh, she could be the mom. Aw, that would be sweet. So, if we cast Gemma Chan, she would have to play a much bigger role. Because she's a very, like, expensive actress. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is just It's true. All, it's all pretend. All pretend. Although, maybe someday. Maybe. Maybe Maybe someday. not with this actual cast, though. Yeah. Jenna Han is coming up when I type in butch oh. Asian woman. Ooh, I feel that. Jenna Han is, um, she was in Scream Queens. Again, uh-huh. I don't know if she's old enough. I feel like, even if just from that picture, like, I think that, I don't know how old she is. I'm feeling that. I was some, I was picturing, like, 40s. Mm. I don't know. I, I guess, I guess with, um, you know, a horse girl movie, everybody can be young. Mm-hmm. I just, for some reason, was picturing, like, well, yeah, I mean, butch lady. If she's been running this thing for a while, 40s would make sense. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to find a lot of older butch Asian, Asian women, women. yeah. Because, just because of their the culture and I feel her. She, I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. She's pretty cool. I'm trying to think of who the most hoity-toity but looks like a horseback rider English lady yeah that i can think of for ms whitman ms whitman i feel like she's gotta be like so like english riders typically are very skinny and also like low-key muscular 
because mm-hmm. riding is a lot more of a sport than some people give it credit. Yeah. Um. So, like, wiry, I think, is a good word to describe it. Mm. So, like, you know, English actors that come to mind immediately is like Julie Andrews, and that's, no, she's like the sweet grandma. Yeah. She's not, I mean, she's also Mary Poppins, which is very, you know, straightforward kind of a thing, but she's not. What about her? Hmm. I feel like she could play Butch. Yeah. This is um, Diana Lynn. Okay. She was in the movie The Farewell, um, which I, I think you would like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned Aquafina, and Aquafina, mm. I think, wrote it maybe, but okay. she stars in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe she plays the mom okay. in that movie. Um, and she's older. Yeah. She's definitely older. Mm-hmm. So I think Diana Lynn is... I would put my vote for Diana Lynn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Okay. So Rhonda, although we might want to change these names at yeah. some point, but I think for now, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe not, because like if they're second or third gen American, a lot sure. of people they chose American names. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like I mean I I'm here for Asian names in a horse movie. Like, yeah. I think that would be fun, but but yeah. where we don't need to spend twenty minutes coming yeah, up with new names no, for these characters. No, okay, let me see if I can think of a English actress older who could be hoity-toity. Ooh, Tilda Swinton. I don't think she's the right one at <laughs> all, but I love Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. Didn't we cast Judy Dench in one of the old one of our last? Episodes? We did. She was in the ostrich racing one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Maybe. She's pretty known for playing um, a character in Underworld, which is like a vampire action movie from the <laughs> early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Kate Winslet, I think, is probably what most people would think of. Uh-huh. Like, right off the bat. Yeah. She's got English vibes. Right. I'm not really feeling her for the... Okay. The role, though. Oh, my, I was thinking of Emily Blunt, actually. Not that's not who I was thinking of, but as I'm going through, that's one of the ones that caught my attention. Emily Blunt would be fun. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what we're feeling? I don't know. Catherine Zeta Jones. All right, all right. I love Haley Atwell, but no. Oh, Daisy Ridley's so sweet. Can't use She's, her. She's yeah. too nice. She's too young. <laughs> she is young. Lena Headley. What? Oh. Lena Headey, I like a lot. So she's well known for Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. But she's so she's can hold that like air. Mm-hmm. But I've mm-hmm. seen her in other works, and mm-hmm. I know she has range. Mm-hmm. Like she's very good. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, Lena Headey, it is. I feel like we've casted all people that I've never seen. So basically, <laughs> you casted this. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I am here for the for the Asian family. I wasn't sure if you were gonna go for the like. Everybody's Asian or Skylar's adopted kind of a thing. Oh, I mean, why not? Or the mom is, or the mom is adopted, and yeah. so, you know, Aunt Rhonda's not. But I'm here for it. Like, why not? Lean yeah. into it. Yeah. I, don't think we, I don't think we see enough Asian representation in horse movies. No. So, because no. that's the thing I think having me involved in this process is, like, as much as we're going to make bad horse movies, mm-hmm. I'm always going to put some kind of twist on it. And mm-hmm. I think having Asians and lesbians in it yeah. is, like... That's huge. Huge. And, again, it's not going to be a good movie. But the <laughs> point of it is that it's it's different. Yeah. And it's something that, like... If, we're, if you're going to do the same thing again and again and again, add something tiny to make it different, mm-hmm. to make it interesting. Like, yeah. I, I just watched um, The Hustle. Yeah. With Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Right. I didn't love the movie, mm-hmm. but how many movies, uh, comedy movies can I go to about, you know, two con artists. Who are women. Who are women. Yeah. Like, very, very rare. So yeah. even though it's not a good movie, it's mm-hmm. nice to be able to be like, hey, this is different. Yeah. In this way. Yeah. You know, having an option. Yeah. Even though I should have more than one. Right. But... Right. But we're starting. We're, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing with what we've got. So we've got a horse called Bear. Yes. We need a tagline. Oh, gosh. Go fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. That's Sonic. <laughs> yeah, this is not Sonic. This is not Sonic. Um, horse called What's a, Bear. What's a, like, 
what's a tagline an of like unexpected a... finish me out here journey <laughs> no that's the hobbit <laughs> Um, like, if you want to do a real short, we could just go an unexpected friend. Yeah. I mean, you could say something about, like, hidden potential. Okay. Second chances. Something about second chances. Everybody's worth... Everybody deserves second chances. I feel like... Everyone. Yeah. Every horse. No, I feel like everyone, because I feel like it's kind of a second chance for... Skylar and Aunt Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So everyone deserves second There's chances. Actually, a horse movie called Second Chances. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Second chances. Um, every, or everyone deserves a chance to be more. <laughs> Let me use that one. I think last time. Uh, everyone deserves a chance at a new life. A new life. Actually, that's pretty good. Okay. I feel like that's that's better. Sometimes I wonder if I'm actually coming up with these or they're already they already exist and my brain's just pulling them from I'm somewhere. Sure, I'm sure they already exist. But the thing about it is we're doing in about five minutes. <laughs> we're doing in about five minutes what people take like whole meetings to come up yeah, with. So yeah. <laughs> like we could we could make a podcast just about coming up with taglines. Tag yeah. So I think in that sense we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Alright, cool. So we we still haven't figured out our ending. <laughs> oh yeah. So everybody falls in love at the end. Everybody falls in love at the end. No, um Skylar falls in love with Bear. She swears off men and only horses are acceptable from now on. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant ending of the show, not of the movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I think we figured out the ending of the movie. Okay. Pretty easily. Yeah. Let's do a recap. Yeah. Okay. So give me the give me the thirty second plot pitch for this movie, Horse Called Bear. Yeah, Horse Called Bear. So Horse Called Bear, we've got young girl who gets shuttled off to Aunt Rhonda's horse rescue mm-hmm. farm. Mm-hmm. Um discovers that she has a connection with this horse named Bear, who mm-hmm. is named that because he is aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and secretly, uh, they become close. Uh-huh. And it culminates in a discovery that he's got a marking. That means he was an old thoroughbred racer. Mm-hmm. And so she knows he can go fast. Mm-hmm. And the barn catches fire, and she goes super fast mm-hmm. to get help from the rival barn, the rival English riding barn, yeah. and they save the barn. And, and all Rod- the horses. And all the horses. And Aunt Rhonda gets a girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Essentially. It's what we what we yep. landed on. Um, the tagline is, everyone deserves a chance at new life. Mm-hmm. And we've got a heavily Asian cast, mm-hmm. which is very, very cool. Yes. So that is what we've got for Horse Called Bear. Yes. Um, and that is what we've got for cult classics. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to give your friends second chances. Don't forget to give your friends second chances. We're going to workshop, I think, the ending here. <laughs> I was trying a, to go something off of the tagline. a little bit. But, but. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Jason Shaw from Audionautics for the intro and outro of our program. And um, horse stuff. Come back next time for another bad horse movie. Yeah. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.